Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And we're fucking back. <laughs> we're fucking back. The The odds were against us for a while. They really were. And with Comcast? Yes. You never know. You never know. You never know. Well, we've, we've been gone. Sorry, we didn't mean to be gone last week, but... I had my leg surgery, which went good, mm-hmm. and then I had to put my childhood cat to sleep, which was not good, and that then I good. had a friend have a like major health crisis that we had to get her into a hospital for, so it's been uh, a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think podcasting kind of went down the list um, of priorities there for a little while. So. Yeah, we're so sorry, but you know, we're here, we're back, we love you guys. We do love you guys. We appreciate the patience. I think we should hopefully, barring any other life craziness, should be back on schedule as usual from now on, hopefully. Um, but you never know. I mean, times are crazy. Yeah, what 2021 just seems to be 2020, but with more outside chaos. Hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's literally 2020 <laughs> saying that 2021. Right, right. It's rubbing it in. Oh, gosh. So what have you been watching lately, Jillian? I have a secret shame. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. I have to get this off my chest. And I this has been weighing on me since I, we didn't get to do an episode last week because I started this last week along with my leg surgery. I've started watching The O.C. in its entirety oh, from the beginning. Nice. <laughs> California. Oh god, that song! Like I never even really watched The OC. I've seen like an episode here and there, but that song it just like is so nostalgic for me. Even though yeah. I've never even watched the show, it's yeah. so like that time period. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like two thousand five exactly. You're like oh, I can like smell the like sunscreen, the coconut sm- sunscreen smell, and the puka shells, and like oh, just yeah. the really bad fashion, blue eyeshadow, pants you know, with just like dresses with jeans under them. Why? Why were we wearing more jeans in 2005? I know. That stuff's going to be coming back, though. Like, it's the early 2000s style is very in with the Gen Zers, which is really interesting to watch on TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's making me feel very old, but I'm here for it. Like, go for it. I mean, I just can't wait until they revive Delia's. That was an insane magazine that I loved getting every single month. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever bought anything from Delia's, but I loved the catalog, so. I bought one thing from Delia's. I got one of those fucking inflatable chairs that was blue with oh, the sunflower God. smiley faces on it. I had I had those. I had a blue one, too, I think. And maybe a purple one, nice. I think. I had two. I just live in, live in the life. God damn. They were so uncomfortable. <laughs> I know, but they were so... aesthetics yeah it's like you felt like a cool kid when you had one and your parents were like well you know this is like 25 bucks so i guess (laughs) it's whatever really fucking cheap furniture whatever yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah the oc that sounds like fun it's been really fun and also like i didn't watch it as a teen really like i I popped in and out of it but i don't think i was Mm -hmm. in the right demographic for it at the time same same but holy shit this show's real dark starts out real fucking dark 
it's like the whole premise is that Ryan is a kid who's been like abandoned and abused by his mom. And now he's turning to a life of crime and his defense lawyer decides to take pity on him and bring him to fucking the OC. Oh, I thought it was just about like surfing and no, it's like real deep and didn't realize this when I was watching it. They really fucking hate all the rich people they're talking about. Like all of the rich people are the worst people on the face of the planet in the show. And that's very satisfying. That's, uh, pretty accurate so yeah. yeah they were just writing awesome. what they maybe knew. i'll have to i'll have to start it because that sounds like fun it's good and it's on hbo max oh nice nice sounds so. like a perfect like summer watch too yeah it's like no brain just drama and like they're oh, all supposed Lord. to be 16 but they're all like 25 years old at that time so uh, yeah it's the like makeout sessions are not as gross feeling as some of the more true to age acting series that's good that's good (laughs) but yeah that's really all i've been watching i've been addicted i can't stop oh i did also start and finish evil they just put it on netflix it's like a supernatural crime duo going to find demons and it's so like supernatural yeah but with the catholic priest who's played by luke cage huh it's pretty good interesting it's very weird at the I mean, this isn't really a spoiler if you don't know the context of anything. So if you were planning on watching Evil, this might be a spoiler. But at one point, the devil shows up as like a Black Phillip goat, and he's a therapist. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> so it's very weird and that's dark cool. and funny. I like that. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's all I've been watching. What have you been watching? Um, I think... Oh, I talked briefly about this in the intro that will never be heard by anyone. <laughs> Um, that we recorded and then had to stop recording. But I, Kyler and I have started and completed the entire series of uh, The Great Pottery Throwdown. Hell yeah. Which is on HBO Max, but it's like a, it was a BBC show and then I think it switched, I don't know, it's British. We fucking loved it so much. It is so good, so fun. It's basically like The Great British Bake Off, but pottery ceramics, Uh which is way more (laughs) something I'm interested in i'm way Mm -hmm. more interested in that than baking it's just not really my thing but it was so good and so wholesome and there was just like so many incredibly talented artists on that show there are four seasons and we watched all four of them and it was so good i love it so much i'm i love that i love shows like that like the crafting maker artist shows they're just like so wholesome when you just need like people being nice to each other and like just enjoying their art yeah, this one in particular, like all of the contestants were so nice and supportive and like excited about other people's work. And like the judge, the judges in general, like most some one of them changes a lot. But the one consistent judge is like this huge, tall guy, but he's like the softest person. He like cries at least <laughs> a couple times every episode. And it's like really amazing. It's just like so wholesome. And yeah, highly recommend. Um, but other than that, that's been really fun. Um, the only other thing that I started watching is season five of Work and Moms, which uh, just came out on Netflix. And it's interesting because Work and Moms was one of my very first like quarantine shows that I watched uh-huh. at the beginning of quarantine that I binge watched. And it's just like a funny comedy, whatever, but it has like some serious like topics as well. It's good. It's fun. But I am annoyed with this season because it started out like 
normal and then all of a sudden one of the daughter like brings up a, an article on her phone and it talks about like covid and everything shutting down and i was like oh cool they're gonna talk about covid in this show mm-hmm. and then it's just not mentioned again <laughs> like it's not <laughs> so they tried like, to do a reshoot maybe yeah, and they just were like you know, know what fuck it <laughs> Like, the life just, there, there was, like, no masks, like, nothing was closed, and it didn't say, like, it said, like, it started out in March, and then it fast-forwarded to August, but, like, that's, was still Pandemic City, still is now, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, And, but then the only other time it was mentioned was when, like, one of the other characters was like, oh, yeah, you told me that, like, the pandemic was really hard on you and your husband, but, like, that was, it's like, what they is did happening? the, like, oh, this will all be over in three months. I don't even know. It's like if you, you like, I don't think they had to bring COVID into it. Like, yeah, you could have just pretended it didn't happen. We could have gone along with that. You didn't like if you're going to bring it up, you got to follow through with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because now it's going to even be like even stupider to see it now because you're like, hey, so this you said this was last August. No, we weren't doing any of this. <laughs> this was not not realistic. Uh, but I'm only like a f- halfway through. But it's I mean, it's it's a fun, light, like easy turn off your brain type of show yeah i feel like i've been needing that a lot more this summer just definitely just vibing with i mean like the oc has has dark storylines but for the most part it is just teenagers being fucking teenagers and just mm-hmm. being the worst and not telling people things that they should tell people <laughs> yeah just being like incredibly frustrating and yeah. like this could so easily be solved if you just used your brain but yeah you know yeah if you That's were being like a teenager. hey so and so i like you do you like me? There Check would be yes no show. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For real. <laughs> All right. So before we get into finishing off season three of the Bates, which is what we're going to be doing today, we have some news to talk about. Um, first and foremost, Counting On has officially been canceled by TLC. I have a quote here. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Um, TLC. Uh, okay. Here's the quote. Quote, TLC will not be producing additional seasons of Counting On. TLC feels it is important to give the Duggar family the opportunity to address their situation privately. Um, I mean, I think both of us and most human beings would say, uh, good call in canceling Counting On. Yeah. I think that statement was a little, like, mm. iffy. Like, you should say, like, we don't condone anything that the Duggar family members are being accused of right. or something. Versus, we're gonna let them deal with this privately. It's like TLC. You let no one deal with anything privately. Like exactly. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not what your channel does. And also, like I think you probably should have canceled it like a few months ago when it was yeah. like all of the stuff first came out. It's, it's kind of weird that you like waited this long, and we're just like, yeah, we're just gonna let them deal with it in their own space. So, did you see that? There's this kind of interesting possible conspiracy theory, maybe just tabloid gossip. That Amy Duggar has decided to contact to see if she can break NDA that they had them sign. Well, yeah, she posted on her Insta story, actually, like a video yeah. of her being like, hey, Derek or any other lawyer, like, if a show is canceled, does that negate an NDA? Yeah. And it's like, oh, OK. So yeah. some some spicy stuff might be coming out, hopefully. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Maybe that's why they didn't cancel it right away is because they were making all those contracts airtight as Definitely. shit. But yeah, who knows? I think who knows? Yeah, I don't know. TLC is not. Um, I mean, they're not <laughs> very moral. Uh, <laughs> TLC is you know. not good people. Like no, we're, <laughs> like, we, let's be real. We're all addicted to the trash. We know it, but they're not good people. 
we're sorry. Yeah, they're pro- they've been profiting off of these people and other awful people for years. Yeah, and definitely viewing them through an uncritical lens. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's the real problem. But yeah, I think, like I said, good call on their part, but I would not at all be surprised. Like, I don't necessarily think that this is the end of TLC's relationship with the Duggars. Uh-uh. I, like, just remember this is the exact thing that happened when the first Josh Duggar scandal came out. They were like, oh, yeah, we're canceling 19 Kids and Counting. Yeah. And then they just came out with another spinoff show. Yeah, they're like, Jill and Jessa. And this one's going to be like, Ginger and Jeremy. Yeah, like, something about healing and moving on or something. And, like, I, like, I think that that's a possibility. I don't necessarily think that this is, like, TLC, like, breaking ties with them. Like, at the the statement they came out with was very, like, let's respect the Duggars in this time. And it's, mm-hmm. like, that's not the, that's, those aren't the vibes you should be giving off, honestly. No. no. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have a feeling that a Ginger and Jeremy something is going to be in the works. Especially Definitely. with, like, the Hope We Hold franchising that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, they're gonna get some maybe it'll be like on hgtv or one of the other channels right right but yeah they're all like affiliated together the discovery plus channels whatever Mm -hmm. and i still think i'm gonna put this on record i still think Jana duggar is gonna end up doing something with chip and joanna Gaines now yeah that i can definitely see something like that happening because they've teased stuff about Jana doing like an in like a design um type of company and her and they're real cozy with chip and joanna and magnolia and all that shit so mm-hmm. absolutely could see that happening <laughs> the very uh chuggy conservative christian design lines definitely god magnolia is the chuggiest for I sure i've really turned the corner on chuggy i hated it and now i love it <sighs> i um it depends on the context because i think it could often be in incredibly misogynistic oh yeah but yeah like it's a good word to have (laughs) like there's we need something to describe it well we needed just something to like get us away from all the misogyny of like basic because basically chuggy is basicness of millennials right like outdated (laughs) basicness yeah yeah Yeah. which it's a it's an aesthetic it's a thing it's definitely a thing that we are marketed relentlessly as millennials <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> but yeah it's chuggy chuggy for sure but um yeah i mean we'll continue to keep you guys updated on duggar stuff if anything new or juicy comes out mm-hmm. and i think as the josh duggar trial unfolds we'll also do some shows covering that those will probably be like separate shows i would assume yeah like I the little special wanna... edition that we did the last time Right. I think we want to keep all the gross Josh Duggar things separate for the people who don't want, don't it. want to listen to that. Yeah. We just want to be like, hey, skip this entire episode. Just We'll see you next week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, I don't think that this is necessarily the end of the Duggars being on our TV screens. Um, but yeah. But hopefully, hopefully it's hopefully... just Josh Duggar's stupid face getting sentenced. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's and hopefully it's um, Amy duggar coming out and spilling some tea because we could we could use some of that mm-hmm. though maybe she'll be um gagged by being a witness for his trial yeah there i'm sure that there's all kinds of crazy shit involved with with that so but i mean if I'm not she just gives me breath. like one little sprinkle of like shade on michelle or jim bob 
Yeah. You know, it's worth it. That's all I need. Exactly. Exactly. Come through. Come through, Amy. Yeah. We believe in you. (laughs) Um, And the only other bit of news that this will lead kind of perfectly into the us talking about the baits is somehow there were three baits grandbabies born over the past like two weeks um <laughs> which i guess is how things happen when you have this many children but God, yeah exponential growth in real time is fucked up yeah it's crazy so we had Jaden carl bates carl <laughs> who was born to zach and whitney i think he's their fourth baby i believe um and then there's hazel Hazel Sloan Balka, who is Josie's yeah. second baby, which is crazy because Josie's still like 13 in the show or 14 I know. or something. I know. And the show was only five years ago. Like, she's popped out two kids. Man. Man. It's scary. It's scary. Um, and then finally, Charlotte Rain Smith was born to Tori and Bobby. And I think that's their, like, third, maybe. Wow. Um, and Tori's, like, pretty, seems pretty young. It's just, like, crazy to think these people, are, like, it's only been five years since we've this show has aired. Yeah. And they already have, like, whole-ass families. Whole-ass families. I don't know how this is. Like, it's, it's so weird. I'm opening our spreadsheet just to see how old they are. Bates. Okay, I got it. Let me click on the Bates. Okay, so... Zach is 32, and Josie is 21. Oh, my God. Okay. Two kids by 21. Two kids. Yeah. Two kids. That's crazy. Yeah. Carlin only has one, right? Is she pregnant now? I don't know if she's pregnant. I think there's rumors that she might be, but I don't think she's, like, come out and said anything, but she has one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. They have so many. I know it's they're like growing faster than the Duggars it's scary I know and that's even without Michael and Brandon having kids yeah yeah which I guess the Duggars have Jana right too right never mind Michael and Jana are equivalent I guess and BFFs which makes sense because they need each other I'm sure being the unfertile child of a cult family that oh god values your fertility oh poor 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 Michael. Michael Poor Michael. Michael. Fuck. Uh, dark times. Dark times. Ooh, <laughs> okay. it thundered right after I said I, that. Oh, <laughs> good timing here. It's very like theatrical listening to this thunderstorm while we talk about these. I don't know. People just who just should be it. occasionally struck by lightning. Just occasionally, yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to wish death upon them, but like just a good zap now and then just be like, no. All right. So let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's finally wrap up season three. Oh, my God. Um, I know. We only, I think, have like three episodes. I think a couple of these are longer, but there were like a ton of specials at the end that were just like repeats of clips that we've seen a million times already. And we are not going to do that because. No, I accidentally did the Michael uh, wedding special. That was an hour of my life that I wasted just watching (laughs) clips from episodes I just watched the week before i'm so sorry i am so sorry you had to go through that it's okay i know i should have stopped it but i just was like well maybe at the end there'll be something new (laughs) maybe 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 it'll pay off yeah (laughs) nope (laughs) all right so the first episode we're going to talk about is episode 11 bringing up bradley hey bradley bradley um so this episode is all about bradley's first birthday which is exciting and bradley is so cute he's I say so that every cute time, those little eyeballs 
He's adorable. This episode starts with Kelly and Carlin going to Once Upon a Child, which is a secondhand baby stuff yeah. store. And it's here. such a weird name. It is. It is. Um, they're going to buy birthday gifts for Baby Bradley. Baby Bradley. And Kelly is in grandma mode to the extreme. Yeah, which is just like buy a shit ton of stuff that she doesn't know if they need or not. Um, yep, that sounds right, because my parents are already in grandparent mode, even though I'm not pregnant, I don't have any children. My mom mm-hmm. has, like, already told me, like, oh, when you're pregnant, I'll buy you this, this, and this. And I'm like, you are, like, okay. <sighs> it's, it must be a thing. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. It's like, we want to make your life, or like, Kelly Joe, why didn't you spoil your children like this when they were not birthing children? Well, yeah, that's what um, Zach says um, a little bit later on, that Kelly has been in grandma mode um, since, like, before the last few Bates kids were born. Uh-huh. Um, which is a little concerning to me. If you're in grandma mode, you should probably um, stop, stop being in mom mode. Birthing them yourself. You know? I don't know. It's just Yeah, it seems weird. It's very, seems very weird. Also, I can't imagine having a sibling, like, 30 years younger than me. No, that'd be so weird. So weird. And, like, I think I could get around it if it was, like, me and I was, like, an early right. first marriage kid or something and my parent got remarried and had a later-in-life kid. But, yeah. like, that's not the situation. That, <laughs> <laughs> that like, is not this proof. situation. You just have proof that your parents have been banging, like, rabbits for 32 years. They nonstop. Could not stop. Could not contain Ugh. themselves. Disgusting. 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 Human sexuality is gross. <laughs> no, that's how we get here. <laughs> I know, but it's it is gross for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they end up spending like a ton of money and getting a shit ton of toys and clothes for Bradley. Uh-huh. And Carlin complains that it was like ten of her birthdays put together. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for Carlin because like she's the middlest of all the middle children oh, yeah. who have ever middled. And, like, then to go shopping with Kelly and have her spend, like, 180 bucks in a thrift store on, like, yeah. clothes and shit. Like, they're not doing the big ticket items. It's, like, just stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, Carlin, I I imagine, did, just based on her behavior and just, like, her placement in her family, like, she mm-hmm. obviously did not get the attention that she needed growing up. Mm-mm. And it must suck to, like see other kids in your family getting that attention yeah from the people you wanted it from most like that must really suck yeah oh yeah and then god it's just like this vicious fucking cycle that your mom like withholds so much when you're a child for the good of you and then when you become a mother she starts like showering you and your family with gifts and affection and attention so like it's a another like kind of manipulation tactic to keep Definitely. you pregnant and having kids and yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, because you're, like, in a way, you're still getting that attention because, it, like, it's your kid, but you're getting that attention, too. And, yeah. yeah, it's, like, it's just, like, an even more of a fight. And it's, like, fucked up that, like, you have to basically have babies in order to get that attention after you've yeah. grown. It's so fucked up. I'm so mad about all of this. Yeah, I feel bad for Carlin. And I feel like this is going to start to be where I start to feel more bad for Carlin in these episodes. Because, like, she's been annoying up until now because she was kind of a tween. But now she's getting into, like, the go out and create your own family level Mm -hmm. ages. And it's it's just a bummer. Yeah, it's definitely a bummer. Yeah, I definitely, I feel bad for all of the Bates kids just for existing in that family. (laughs) 
Yeah. But yeah, it's it seems like she's she's one in particular that could have like desperately needed some more affection. Attention. Yeah, affection for sure. Yeah. <sighs> so the next thing that happens in this episode uh is Lawson, who is working on a new album, uh, <laughs> is going to meet with uh Taryn, who is the family photographer, to help make his album art. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of Carlin, she goes alongside because uh, Lawson says he needs somebody who's honest, which I mean, if you need somebody who's going to give you an honest opinion, like Carlin is a good a good place to go, I think. I think Lawson and Carlin are kind of both on the same wavelength of that, like kind of mean streak, but they don't mean it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's um, it's a lot. It, it's interesting how like differently that comes across in both of them, but they are they are very much that same type of. I don't even know. Yeah, it's like they're both just different sides of the same coin of like exactly. lashing out and being kind of like aloof. Yeah, but like <laughs> also like blunt and yeah, you know, very honest. So, um, anyway, this scene was just it was this it was it I was so awkward. It. it was it was like Lawson looked so stiff and there's like arguments between everyone about how he should sit and pose and the photos they ended up getting they were talking about how good they were but they just they looked like normal like senior photos that like one uh-huh. of your friends would take for you yeah I don't know yeah it's very uh self-published cd vibes exactly exactly <laughs> They ended up fine, at least. Like, he didn't look super awkward. He looked at least yeah, somewhat comfortable normal. in them. He just looked so. like a normal dude. Yeah. Yeah, he looked <laughs> like he was, like, advertising me, like, jean jackets or something. Exactly. Exactly. But, like, for Kohl's, not for, like, Versace. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kohl's for sure. Kohl's vibes for sure. Yeah. So then we get to everybody rolling up for the baby birthday party at Cove Lake, which we've seen before. It's Cove Lake State Park. They seem to go there a lot. Yeah, also that's where... where Zach and Whitney started courting. And yeah. I think where basically all of them have started courting and probably like banged after their wedding or whatever. Their like <laughs> special event park. Yeah. Um, Whitney baffles and surprises everybody because she's setting up for the party five hours before the party. Like a and normal she, like human. And she actually has everything, like, planned out and, like, an idea for what she wants things to look like and things like that. You know, like, normal people who plan parties do, usually. And And Kelly and the Bates acted, like, the rest of the Bates, they acted so shocked and so, like, blown away by this. They had not even, like, considered the fact that you could do that. That you could, like, plan ahead. Yeah, they literally didn't know. They No one had told them that you don't have to do it, like, ten minutes before the event. Yeah, and then my favorite part of all of this was when Whitney was talking about, like, why she hadn't told anyone that she, like, could throw a party, and she said, quote, don't let them know what your skill is, because you'll be recruited from there on out, and that is fair as hell, my girl. Yep. Yeah, she saw it happen to Chad, and she's like, not me, bitches, not me. No. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. You could use that for your own kids, and whenever you are planning something, but, like, you're not... Because mm-hmm. you know they would just go to her and make her do everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what I made this note about. It just says, wow, the cake. I don't remember the cake. Was the cake <laughs> nice? <laughs> I don't remember the cake either. Okay, cool. Wow, the cake. <laughs> That's going to be the name of this episode. Wow, wow the cake. The cake. <laughs> um, 
Oh, the other, the one of the funny things that happens during this is the kids get to make ice cream with like one of those little like it's like a ball that you kick around and it like mixes all of the the ingredients together to make ice cream. Yeah. And oh my god, it was scary to watch these kids with this ball because it's like a pl- it's like a hard plastic ball. It's not like yeah. Uh, and like filled like, with like water, ice, salt, yeah. milk, and like a metal canister. It's gonna be a heavy mother thing. And they're just fucking flinging it everywhere. It is like, it's just like knocking shit over. It's 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 stressful to watch. It was so stressful, but Lawson did almost break his leg on it, which was satisfying. That is satisfying for sure. Yeah, Jackson kicked um, the ball at him, and he thought it was gonna be like a regular ball, and it was not a regular. It, ball. It's not. No, <laughs> I'm not like regular balls. But, like, I'm also really fucked up about these balls because when they were opening it up to do the ice cream, like, cool, yeah, they made the ice cream, but then, like, they're just eating it out of this thing that they just kicked around with their feet yeah. on the floor the whole time. Yeah, it's 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 a like, little gross to me. Like, take the middle out and, like, serve it that way. Yeah, serve it in, like, a bowl, like, a clean bowl, but don't just, like, eat it out of this, like, fucking nasty, like, public floor space ball. Yeah. This is how COVID got started. Oh, like God. we know now, this is it. Exactly. Oh. So um, after that, they have hot dogs. They open presents. Uh, Papa Jane and Mama Bill came. Papa Jane, Mama Bill, Papa Bill, Mama <laughs> Jane. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's wrong. Um, they came, which is like surprising to everyone and exciting. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end. Zach and Whitney give the grandparents um, a present as a thank you for their support for the first year. And it's pictures, which, of course, include a pregnancy announcement. Uh-huh. As per Bates Duggar event standard, somebody has to announce they're pregnant or engaged Getting or married. something. Yeah. 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 And everyone screaming and freaking out and losing their minds. Oh, my God, you're pregnant. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's She's literally like more than six weeks pregnant on her first yeah, baby's first birthday. I cannot, I cannot imagine that. I cannot imagine that. Your like body they just, needs to they rest. They just never have periods. They have like twelve periods over their whole life before they pretty hit much, pretty much. Holy shit! It's uh, it's bad. Um, yeah, but she's pregnant. <laughs> she's pregnant, and nobody could fucking read it because they didn't have their glasses yes. to look at the signs. So it was a very awkward moment as everyone else figured it out before them. Yeah, before uh, Gil and Kelly were like, "What? What's going on? This is a great picture. Oh my gosh, I love it!" And then everyone's like freaking out, and they're like, "Oh, there's something else going on too." <laughs> yeah, like, come on, guys, come on. Again, not prepared. Didn't know you might have to read something at a first <laughs> birthday party. I feel like I don't even know. I just don't understand. Like, if you need reading glasses that much that you literally can't read anything, why are you? Why do you not have them with you? Yeah, or like, why are you not wearing glasses all the time? And I know the fucking answer is because God made me this way. <laughs> Does that mean that I need to stop taking insulin? Yep. God made me this way. He yeah, wanted God me wants to die. you to live. He will let you live. He apparently did not want me to live. Um, but you know what? I'm still living. So yeah, I, I think that's why we've devoted our lives to Satan. I'm a sinner because I defied God and kept living. Yeah, every breath I take is a sin against God. <laughs> I think that's true. That's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. Do- no, no I mean sick, like in a good way, like gnarly, like tubular. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. It's it's sick. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I feel pretty cool. I mean, I I like it. So <laughs> we love a rebel. 
<laughs> okay. We do. So the next episode we're going to talk about is episode 12. 12? 12. Love is in the air. Air. H-E-I-R. Air. I was listening to an audiobook the other day and they said air, like spelled like this, as hair. And then I had to stop listening to the audiobook. I yeah, couldn't I trust you. them anymore that I was getting like the correct story. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad. I just every time I see that, I just think enemies of the air beware. <laughs> it's written in blood. I think of the charmed theme song by the Smiths. Oh and yes. The sun and the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm much better than Morrissey. Don't fight me on that. I, I would never. I would never. <laughs> So Nathan is returning home from the Bronx after visiting his girlfriend, Ashley, who we've seen in episodes in the past. Uh I'm very excited to talk about this, by the way. Um, And, uh, of course, two of the little boys were with him as chaperones, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. When he gets home, he tells his parents that he is ready for a, quote, large talk, which is apparently code for I'm ready to start fucking, I think. Yeah. It is. I mean, this is the same thing that they, Brandon was also referring to it as a large talk when he yeah. asked for Michael's thing. So I think this is a Gil special. A Gil special. Um, I hate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Nathan says that the benefit of getting a large talk is that you get some one-on-one attention from your parents and get to go out to dinner with Again, them. Again, we've got that manipulation of the grandparent syndrome. Yep, exactly. It's great. Either get married or have a baby. Those are the only re- ways you get my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay. We want to just keep talking about that. Yeah, okay? yeah. I'll go. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they go to their favorite barbecue place mm. for their large talk. Yes. And um, Nathan says that while he was in the Bronx, he spoke to Ashley's parents and um, asked what they thought about them starting to court and they gave Mm -hmm. them their blessing basically i think it's interesting that um nathan was already referring to ashley as his girlfriend before they started courting because that's very different from what we see at the duggars i just wonder how that works like did they as i I think they were kind of making it seem like courting is basically like going steady Mm -hmm. but i think it's more like a promise ring right level commitment it's just interesting that like they have another step before that that like the duggars don't they just go straight into the courting yeah they're like oh i met this person can i court them yeah (laughs) it's 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 interesting to see the the differences between the two yeah yeah it is and it doesn't seem as terrible with the baits but that's also because i know the future of this so like they're allowed to end courtships and right exactly We've never seen that happen with a Duggar, really, other than maybe Jana. Um, yeah, the one thing that happened was um, Josiah had a courtship that ended, but I think it was because the Josh Duggar stuff came out right after, and the girls' family were like, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, which, fair. Nathan talks about how he's ready for this next step, and Ashley says she's ready to be a country girl. Uh. Yeah, she says she would move to Tennessee for him, but she's not really been there other than that like one little trip. Yeah. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> I hope that's why they broke up. She's just like, no, no. Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> enough. That's yeah. No, thank you. 
Yeah. So I guess the plan is for um, Nathan to surprise Ashley in New York over the next couple weeks and like ask her as a as a surprise there. And they plan to have a family meeting to talk about it with the rest of the family as they decorate for Christmas that night. Christmas time. Christmas. Um, also, they were they started talking about how like you want to when you ask someone if you want to be in a courtship, like you have to make it smaller than the engagement and smaller than like the other stuff. I don't know. It's like it was. It's so fucking weird. Like it's so like. I don't even know. It's like pathologized dating. Like you have to be like, yes, I must make this large romantic event to say I would like you to be my girlfriend. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's like you know that like relationships require more than that. Like that's not that's not how we maintain relationships. Those yeah, big gesture things. Like, I mean, they're nice sometimes, maybe, but like, well, and once you start doing too many of them, like just <laughs> yeah. have one for like the engagement and like. One yeah, for, like, exactly. a baby announcement or something. And then you've right. got your, like, really good crisp memories of... Crisp, indeed, yes. So, they're like I said, they're decorating for Christmas. Carlin and Kelly decide to go with a rustic theme. Shocking. I know. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Um, so they find, basically, a bunch of old, rusted, gross things from the barn, like ladders and stuff, to use as decorations. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just wonder the safety of this. Like some of the stuff they were using was like super rusted and I don't think like, they believe in tetanus. <laughs> yeah. I just whatever. Like there was a scene where Isaiah, who almost died th- that one time by falling off a balcony when he was like three, uh-huh. almost dies again when a huge like rusted metal partition falls almost falls on him. Like Yeah, and he's like, Oh, I just bumped it with my shoulder and it's like that could have just as easily hit you in the head. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, this child is like final destination shit for this kid. This Ugh. child is also the abomination of God. <laughs> Every breath he takes is a rebellion. They call for a family meeting after they decorate and stuff. Um, and Nathan kind of debriefs them on the plans for the courtship thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They plan to go to the New York, spend a day or so, and then come back with Ashley and celebrate Christmas with the family in Tennessee. Yeah. And Lawson's shitty about it the whole fucking time. He's like, I want you to be single forever. Like, just just be miserable by yourself, you little miserable munchkin. Yeah, there's a reason you're single, Lawson, and it's because you're fucking insufferable. Yeah. Who can put up with Lawson? No one. No. No. Um, The other thing that happens in this episode is um, Whitney goes for a checkup, for Mm -hmm. a 10-week checkup with Dr. Vic. Again, we see Dr. Vic. um, And they get their first ultrasound. Whitney says, we're rooting for a girl. <laughs> but either way, we'll be happy. Yeah. Um, and so they get some blood work done to figure out what the sex is. And they should know very soon, which mm-hmm. is fun, I guess. Yep. The last part of this episode is it's Gil and Kelly's wedding anniversary. And the kids <laughs> prepare a nice meal for them. Uh-huh. And um, it was funny to watch Kelly, like, struggling to not take over the meal prep that was happening. She, which I can imagine that being very hard. Yeah, especially because, like, what Tori had initially did not look good. Looked kind of (laughs) gross. Looked bad. Looked bad. Yeah. (sighs) Um, 
they basically like all the the younger boys get dressed up and are like the servers and the little girls get to like carry things to and from it's kind of like it's supposed to be fun and romantic but they have so many kids that they're just constantly being interrupted by them which is yeah yeah if you had like four kids this would be fun and cute but Mm -hmm. with like I don't know how many are there like 12 there still at home and participating in this like yeah they all want to be involved so you can't like leave them out like the little kids especially yeah yeah they're just so excited and they just love you guys so much but no no thanks I don't know stop annoying us the whole thing was so weird because it was like not just like predicated around like oh we love our parents love it was like we're gonna put it in their bedroom with candles and we're gonna close the door so that they can have their special bedroom time it's so weird to me yeah that's it's weird it's weird yeah it's very weird like kids should uh, like love and appreciate their parents relationship if it is good and like do that but not mm -mm, don't don't sexualize your relationship to your kids this young at all Kids should have no they should have no knowledge of your sex life no nothing it should have nothing it should not come up with your kids i know maybe we're puritan about this oh no no, I agree. Like you, I'm sh- like affection in front of your kids is one thing. Like hugging, kissing, whatever. Totally. Like yeah. showing that you love and appreciate each other. Absolutely, that's really important. But like, your kids don't need to know about your sex life Mm-mm. at all. Yeah, they can already guess when you have 19 brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah, so like, that's enough information. <laughs> they don't for them. need the deets. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you have anything else to say about this episode, or should we move into the last one? Let's go for it. Let's go to episode 14. Yeah, this one I'm excited to talk about. It's the big apple of Nathan's eye, which, wow. Um, So like we said in the last episode, Nathan is surprising Ashley in New York to ask Mm -hmm. her to start courting him. And uh, but before they leave, of course, Nathan and Lawson have to get her a courtship present. And while most normal people would get jewelry or something, you know, special like that. Um, Nathan decides, uh, let's get her some cowgirl, cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Just some basic brown boots, so as they say, she will fit into their culture. Mm, great. I don't entirely know that a not-white person will fit into Tennessee culture particularly well. They don't, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, <laughs> also, I don't know, they're like so, co- they're so concerned about her like fitting in with like, and but you don't have to fit in with a place to live there necessarily like no when nathan went to new york he didn't fit in there and he liked that he didn't fit in so like yeah. why don't you let her do her own thing in tennessee but because she okay. doesn't have personal agency megan oh sorry women I can't make these kinds of decisions sorry um but yeah watching lawson and nathan try to pick out a pair of boots for a woman was incredibly painful and thank the lord the woman working there knew what she was doing and like Mm -hmm. um just had him get like the most basic plain like normal looking ones and i have this quote from her which is i'm a problem solver and i'm a boot seller and (laughs) hell yeah girl you go you go i loved this woman like i just want to see the bates family interact with non like crazy christian people more often because like just the level of like she's making these jokes and they're just going right over their heads and Mm -hmm. she's like what's going on this is how you interact with teenage boys like what what the fuck (laughs) who what are these creatures (laughs) yeah she was awesome um i love her she was great she's my favorite person we've seen on the show so far i mean it's Um, low bar (laughs) yes so um 
of course, like Lawson just feels like he has to be involved in all this for some reason. I don't know why. He's like giving Nathan fashion advice on what to pack for his trip. And he actually like invited himself on the trip. Like Nathan mm-hmm. had originally planned um, to go alone. And then he decided he wanted his parents there. And then like somehow Lawson just ended up going as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Aaron and the baby decided to go too. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, yeah. that was weird. But I think he just like, I think Aaron was Nathan's buddy. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it's like if Jana were to show up for yeah. one of yeah. the other ones. So it's less weird than Lawson. <laughs> yeah, Lawson, I think, just wanted to go because he can't stand to be left out of anything. And he really like, doesn't want Nathan to get mm-hmm. courted or engaged or anything. He wants Nathan to be a single bro forever. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say Lawson is like Hector in that he just has constant FOMO. Like, just <laughs> has also to be, true. Has to be up in everyone else's business and seeing what, what's going on. Um, there was a very like red flag moment in this that was just like if these were normal people this would be the point where I'm like I'm gonna go um, when they were packing for New York and he's like I just want to bring some flannels and stuff and he's then Lawson says to him it's your heritage man wear it proud oh, and I'm like no. oh god these are confederate flags coming soon aren't they just remember that Lawson was at the insurrection so yep and Nathan <laughs> was too I don't know I don't I think it was Nathan then maybe or I Trace. I think it was Nathan. I know it Let's was see. Lawson. I think, and th- and it was at least one other one. I'm gonna Google it. Um, let's see. So it's Lawson and okay, Lawson and Trace. You right. You okay. Right. Okay. No, I, I knew it was Lawson. I couldn't figure out which other one, but I mean, like, I'm sure that Nathan would have gone if he could have. He just had a tree job he had to do that day or something. Yeah. Wife said no. <laughs> They keep mentioning that there's concern that Ashley might think it's a proposal, which was like my whole thing going along was like, this really like does not like this seems like you're going like this is not. Yeah, like this is a whole big thing for like not like just being like, hey, you want to go steady? Yeah, exactly. Like there's essentially not going to be anything changing in your relationship. Yeah. Except that like you have a different title for it. But like. I don't know. It's and like you're it's, you're allowed to hold hands by your parents, right? Basically. It, it just feels very misleading to me. Yeah, and like such a big fucking effort for just a question you could answer over the phone, basically. Like, yeah. hey, you know, are you ex- you want to be exclusive with me? All right, sweet, come on yeah, down to Tennessee. Yeah. We'll have Christmas together. Exactly. Exactly. So the family arrives in the Bronx at Ashley's family house. Um. The family has seven kids and also runs a daycare in their home, which sounds Holy chaotic shit. as fuck. Yeah, so chaotic, but, you know, living in New York, shit's expensive. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So the whole trip is a surprise to Ashley, including her plane ticket back to Tennessee to spend Christmas with the Bates family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, she kind of, I think, knows that they're coming. I don't think her family was very subtle because she, like, knew <laughs> that they were coming, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you have like a secret guest room that is unused in the house that somebody can prepare secretly for like someone to come stay or whatever. Right. It's like right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because there's no planning at all with this family, like they didn't even know that New York City traffic was a thing. Which, I mean, it is. I don't know. It, it I, is. Yeah, I mean, you may have seen it in like a couple movies <laughs> or like it's TV a, shows. It's a big thing, actually. And yeah. so they didn't 
uh, plan accordingly and they didn't get there in enough time. They were going to like decorate and make it a big thing. And they still have to like go to the store and Ashley's going to be back in like half an hour. And it's just like stressful as hell mm-hmm. as yep. per usual, as per usual. Cause no one planned. Like I would assume even if I weren't going to New York city that I would not know where the party supply store is. Mm-hmm. I would bring those with me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or like have the family like buy stuff ahead of time, you know, like, Ship stuff from Amazon to go. Exactly. Yeah. It's not that hard. It really is not. No. I mean, it's New York City. (laughs) Thankfully. That's the only reason they got anything is because it's fucking New York City. So there's shops everywhere. At least they weren't in fucking Rocky Top, Tennessee. Um, (laughs) So Ashley comes home and is not surprised at all. She says, oh, my suspicions were correct. Which is (laughs) not exactly what you want to hear when you're like surprising somebody, I don't think. Uh -uh. Um. But um, she was surprised that, like, the the extended family, like, like, his parents came and stuff. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was nice, even if it wasn't a surprise. Like, Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so then they talk briefly about what they're going to do the next day, which is going on the boat to the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. and Chinatown. Yeah, just doing some touristy stuff. I loved that when... Um, when Ashley told them that they were going to Chinatown, Kelly says, is Chinatown indoors or outdoors? And I just thought that was a really funny question. I know. The whole thing about <laughs> Chinatown, their entire experience in Chinatown was just batshit. You like, could tell how uncomfortable they were there, too. Yeah, they were like, oh, gross. Not white I sh- people. Yeah, I have a, a quote from Aaron. This is just a pretty blatant, like, oh, okay, quote. Quote, it's hard for us to try new things sometimes, especially if it's not American. Yeah. Oof. Like, (laughs) I hate to tell you, all these people in Chinatown are probably Americans, or at least Chinese American. Yeah, like, what does even American mean? (laughs) White. White, yeah, you mean white. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, she just couldn't say that one out loud. Exactly. Um, but they go to like a restaurant and Ashley and Aaron actually get a chance to make noodles with the chef. Oh, it looked so fun. I want to do those noodles so much. Every time I watch a food show and they're making hand pulled noodles, I'm like, oh, I just want to shake them. <laughs> it did look really fun and the food looked really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> I know. Um, and then they go to get ice cream at um, like a rolled ice cream shop. Yeah, this is like the time where I realized I knew exactly what year this was happening in because rolled yep. ice cream was around rolled for like cream. a minute. Yeah, and then like the next year after that is when it came to Cincinnati. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you know, we just got one here in Huntington, so. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's about right. So um, Nathan tells Ashley that the next day is a surprise for her and will start in Central Park. Mm-hmm. And so um, the next day they they start out with a carriage ride in Central Park. And um, first of all, Nathan and Ashley walking down the street together, look, they just look so mismatched. And Nathan with his, he just like has to look as hick as he can. Like he's got his boots and his hat and his like big belt buckle. And he just like thinks he's so cool because he's walking around New York as a cowboy. And it's like, you just look dumb, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. And like, we know you're, I mean, like they do some farm work but they don't have like a farm or a ranch they're not cowboys they're yeah. just yeah fucking they just live people. in tennessee yeah 
it's not your heritage, Nathan. You're no. you're, you're not doing anything. None of these people <laughs> are doing farming. <sighs> um okay, so in the carriage ride, of course, like they the parents tell the carriage ride person like to keep an eye on them because you know, they don't have another chaperone. Mm-hmm. So, mm, that was cool. Yeah, that was weird. That whole thing was weird. Yeah, Just... and as expected, a- Ashley is expecting a proposal. Like, she kept talking about it. She kept being like, I kept wondering, is this going to be the time when he pulls out a ring? And I was like, oh, poor, oh, girl. <sighs> I know. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. You've got some disappointment headed your way. Yep. And then she, yeah, he gets down on one knee at the fucking ice skating rink. Yeah. He gives her fucking cowboy boots. And she says she would never get cowboy boots even if she moved to texas which had been an option for her family so she really yeah. loved that one yeah she loved was like i gift. said i'd never get a pair of these and it's like yeah great job listening to her nathan and seeing that this is something she did not exclusively did not want yeah yeah you can be a tennessean and wear like ankle boots if you really need a boot yeah it's like i just i fucking like listen to people like if uh-huh. they say they don't like something then don't force it up. Like it's just so like to me that just shows like he just does not care about anybody else or anybody else's wants or needs but himself because he's like not even listening to the simple things yeah that she doesn't like cowboy boots like that's not like a deep question that you would never have happened like you're a dude who wears cowboy boots and she'd be like ha 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 i hate cowboy boots i'm never gonna wear those right like and that's the thing if you're gonna give somebody a gift at the beginning of your courtship to like symbolize your courtship why would you give them something that they have expressly told you that they do not want yeah it would be like rolling up to your house if they're if you were going on a date and they just roll up with like one of those fucking walgreens bears and like the trashy wax candy and they're like happy first date and you're like thanks (laughs) that's how it feels yeah for sure for sure he fucking knows her so yeah also, like at the while they were like skating around, Nathan was being so like rude um, because he was like doing all kinds of like crazy like tricks and like being going really fast and stuff. But he's like in a New York City like yeah, central. This is park. like the Rockefeller ice rink. It's yeah, like, it's just where people go. There's people everywhere, and he kept like running into people, not looking. And you could tell Ashley was getting like embarrassed and pissed about it. But it was like you're being really fucking rude. Like yeah. this is not the time and place to just like. There, it's a crowded ice skating rink. Respect yeah. other people's space. He does not. He does not have that personality type. Mm-mm. Not at all. Of listening or caring or giving a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just sad. You could just tell that um, Ashley was disappointed that she got a pair of cowboy boots and got asked to be in a courtship. Mm-hmm. And then he also had gotten her the backup gift of the earrings that yeah. looked like they were in a ring box, too. Yes, yes. Which, great. Of course, then we had to also say the very racist thing, even in 2016. Um, he, he he got her the feather earrings because she likes Indians. Mm. Um, no comment on that one. Yeah. You don't, we don't really need to say anything. It speaks for itself. Yeah, Nathan really gave <laughs> us that one. Oh, Lord. Um, but finally, he tells Ashley that she's coming back to tennessee with them for christmas um and so the family returns home for their christmas party and they're surprised by john and Alyssa and michael and brandon who show Mm -hmm. up which is exciting and then also at the christmas party whitney and zach do a gender reveal 
and they have a little present and that Gil and Kelly open up and they open it up and a bunch of pink shit flies out the box. So <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't burn down a fucking forest. Exactly. You know, if you I mean, like I said, I don't I think if you're going to do like a gender reveal or whatever, like this is kind of like the way to do it. Like a big of like family's yeah. there, do it something fun. That's cool. Whatever. I'm just the people who do like an extra big extra party and it's like a whole thing. It's like, blowing shit up, setting shit on fire. Like yeah. not into that so much. Yeah, confetti if you want to do it, but also yeah. it doesn't matter. Just Yeah, it's like just I don't know. Put up announce it at the baby shower like normal people with like it's yeah. a girl signs. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> whatever. Put it on Facebook. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um oh I, at the end the very I just the last thing I have is a quote that just says we have a lot to look forward to in twenty sixteen. And that just gave me like an, a visceral shudder in my body. Yeah, that was the start of the downhill of yeah. American civilization. <laughs> when Harambe died in May of 2016, <laughs> I met Kyler like a few weeks after that, and it was all downhill from there. I don't know wow. if it was my fault. I'm sorry. No, you didn't kill Harambe. I didn't kill Harambe. I did not. I had nothing to... I wasn't even in Cincinnati at the time when that happened. I was still well, in that's Illinois. Good. That's good. So <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. I'm calling it right now. You didn't kill Harambe. Good. No. Uh, <laughs> All right, but I think I think that covers it. Do you have anything else to say about these episodes? No. Season no. three is done. Lots of cringe. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's gonna get better from here. I I really don't think so either. But I'm sure I'm sure we'll have a lot a lot more. Oh yeah. Fun things to snark on in season four and beyond. Um, wow. But if you have anything you want to say about this episode, anything you have to say about the cancellation of Counting On, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear about that. Or if you have any suggestions for things that you would like us to cover or talk about in future episodes, we would love to hear those too. Please send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us everywhere on the internet at tvliterate. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, pretty much everywhere you can think of. Instagram, Patreon. We're there. If you see anything funny, fun, memes, news, whatever, we want it. We crave it. We need all of this petty to sustain us. <laughs> we crave this that mineral. Hard time. We crave that petty mineral. We do. I'm I'm deficient in petty without this <laughs> podcast. Exactly. Me too. I feel <laughs> I feel regenerated just by recording this. So oh, it's we're good so to be fresh. back. It's good to be back. <laughs> And we will be back again next week. And before that, if you have the time, we'd love it if you'd left us a review real quick. And mm-hmm. also um, suggest us to any of your friends or any of your like online communities you think would be interested. We are recruiting more trash, trash pandas. So yeah, let's That's do us. it. The trash pandas. The trash pandas. Let's do it. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.